Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, episode 244. Man, we're almost 250. Fuck. I know, another milestone. Right? <laughs> it's it, away. Goes, it goes by so fast. Seems like we were just on episode... Six. It is crazy, man. <laughs> so crazy. The podcast is always presented by Scent Crusher. Super thankful for their partnership and their support of our show. Check out ScentCrusher.com. The Ozone Go Max, the gear bag, the closet, you know the drill. Check them out. Especially on this episode, man. I use the shit out of my toe every night, yeah. every morning. When we came in for lunch, we'd throw shit in there. and Every put, time we got home. Put yep. your butt in there a little bit. Using yep. It. I took a nap shit. in there one day and turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Uh it's very fitting. This podcast is also brought to you by Elite Archery. Right. Uh, you guys were mixing it up with the Virtue Respect the Game crew in Nebraska. Wish I could have been there, but... There were so many elites in camp, it wasn't even funny. It's was probably insane. only elites in camp. Yeah, it was only elite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so awesome. There's this freaking elite bows all over the house and ever, just sitting everywhere. Yeah. That, that's awesome, man. That had been such a good time. But check out EliteArchery.com. The ritual is amazing. you got to check that out. Go shoot it at your local shop. Um, HHA Sports. Uh, you guys are all shooting the optimizer, the kingpin, the fixed position. I'm shooting the uh, kingpin. Uh, Jesus, God, the dovetail. Yeah, dovetail. There we go. <laughs> I'm drawing a brain brain fart there for a second. I'm shooting the optimizer pro. Yeah, you're shooting. No, you're shooting the kingpin fixed position. The fixed position. No, oh. come on, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all I know is I put it to work. The podcast is also brought to <laughs> well, you by Big Time, uh, BigTime.com. If you can use their supplements, and then that's awesome if you're in a state that allows it. Um, they got a whole bunch of stuff out. The Block, the 36, uh, the Buck Brunch, all the awesome swag. They got their app. You can find us on the app as well as all the other Big Time partners on there. So check them out, BigTime.com. We have a discount code coming for you guys for merchandise through Big Time, um, some of the best stuff around. So mm-hmm. check them out. Super thankful for all our sponsors. Also, check out our latest episode on Carbon TV. Uh, it's the one with TJ Unger and Brady Miller, the boys from The Virtue. 
uh, that was an awesome. That was that was a pretty fun episode. I don't want to say it was my favorite one yet, but one of the more. I think so far one. it was is my favorite one. We're actually at a bar at our buddy's house. Eric gets really intense. Yep. Yes, yep. too much. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even much. remember I did that until I seen on the video. It's because we're all two sheets to the wind, probably. Oh, three sheets to the wind, I think. <laughs> and then, who's a veteran shout-out uh, tank intern tank since Steve's gone? Yeah. So, uh, Sean Robinson wanted to uh, shout-out his brothers, Josh Robinson, who's a Sergeant E5, and Patrick Robinson, Corporal E4. He says, <clears throat> I'd like to call out both of my brothers for following me into uh, the Marine Corps. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm in... <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the oldest of uh, three brothers who are all ma- Marines. My middle brother, Josh, and I are both Marine veterans. My youngest brother is still active duty. We grew up hunting together since we were all kids, always hanging and moving stands before and during season, chasing deer on the northern India- Indiana public land and military base land in North Carolina. Just want to say thanks and shoot straight. Very cool. Thanks, yeah. guys, for your service. We appreciate you. the hell out of you. Hanging Thank and you banging. So much. That's right. That's right. If you guys want to submit someone for a veteran shout-out, go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Hit the contact tab. You'll see it in there. Um, submit anyone, active duty, veteran, anything, anything. Just submit them. We'll, uh, we'll try and show our appreciation. Um, and after that, go to the store, buy you some goodies for the that, season. Get that podcast luck. That's the right. light is red in here, boys. You guys notice that in the studio? Ooh, yeah, I did notice that as soon as I walked good. in. Congrats. These next pod, couple podcasts are going to tell the stories of your guys' success in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, we yeah. just went to do a quick update since these ones were all pre-recorded from a couple weeks ago, and then we got the Colorado hunt uh, that I was on uh, coming up to. But we're going to try and do, like we do every week uh, during season, like a week by week, what's going on that week and our experiences and what's going on throughout the bow season, October, November. So look out for that. And uh, we're going to try and keep bringing good up-to-date content for the bow season. So I can't believe how fast this season went. Scary, dude, dude, season's what? Four days away. Yeah. It's, yeah, crazy. it's insane. Ugh, it's not good. I mean, it yeah. is good, but it's like, you always feel unprepared is what I mean. Yeah. But it's oh, not for good. sure. I've been staring at maps like crazy. People are already killing stuff, man. That's crazy. You guys already yeah. got deer down, son. You guys right, can right. fucking sit up with your feet. Oh yeah, feet up on the <laughs> it, counter. I'm not. No, I'm not no shitting time, you, man. No time off. It's a good feeling to have you know that under your belt already for this season. Yeah, no I feel pressure. hunted out a little because I already went on my elk hunt, but I don't feel. I still I'm hungry, you know. I got yeah, that oh, for success, sure. Like success hunger. Anyway, let's go into this episode. I wasn't here, so hopefully you guys can produce a podcast without me. We'll see. We'll find we're out. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out. But in this episode, we cover uh, the Brady Miller buck. Uh, he had a awesome time there. They kind of had a rough first couple of days, but they end up stumbling upon a very nice whitetail that was laying in a big old marijuana patch. <laughs> That's wow. what's crazy about Nebraska, dude. There's... Hemp growing freaking everywhere. everywhere. It's not fair just, to shoot a buck that's stoned, Brady. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. They'll just lay in it. They'll eat it. They do. All, yeah, they love it's it. A, it's a pretty cool story. Jumping what <laughs> string, man? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but then uh, TJ sent us all a picture of, I think it was Bob Marley laying in a big old patch, smoking a doobie, <laughs> and he's like, this is Brady Miller's buck. Be right before he shot it. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, it well let's time. cut into it, man. Hope, uh, hope you guys enjoy. We love you. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor 
Heather Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good. Alright, welcome to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Muller, aka TJ Under. That's right. We're sitting here live in Nebraska. We're at Deer Camp. We're at Deer Camp. Right here at Outfitters. Yep. Oh, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Good so what's going on, boys? We got uh, today in the house. We got to the left of me. We got Larry McCoy. Whoop, whoop. We got Philip Vanderpool. Hey. What up? We're hey. skipping you. TJ Unger. <laughs> hey guys. And Brady Miller. How's everyone doing? Good, good, good. 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 So this is the third day in camp here. Mm. It's what been a that? hell of a week so far. Yes, it has. You got a shitty grin on your face, don't you? <laughs> kind of happy. Yeah. So we got a story to tell, but we're going we're gonna to let Philip start it off. You're going to let me start it off? Yep. Well, <laughs> this story starts 14, 15 years ago, because that's about how long I've been coming up here, hunting with Corey and Dan. They're a great, great bunch of people here, um, here in Arnold, Nebraska, about 600 people. But they got a what, 60,000 acres of hunting. But uh, the actual hunt that we're going here with Brady, I guess, kicking off, actually starts out with my buddy Daryl Davis, who is the lead singer of Whistling Dixie. Uh, they're a music group out of my hometown down there, uh, Jasper, Arkansas. Great guy, great guy. And uh, Daryl's an avid hunter, and he loves. Loves bow hunting, and he got an opportunity to come out here. But uh, the stand set up that we actually set up last night, uh, Larry and I set it up the other day, but I'd set that stand up about three years ago, and it was quite a mess. I'd done a lot of clearing and stuff on it, and I knew that there was going to be a big buck taken on that one of these days. The weather conditions last night was incredible. We had that cold front cold move front in. Cold front right in. And... We had covert trail cameras set out everywhere. And what little I've checked today, there was bucks on all of them in the daylight. So was it cool it, out all last week, too? Uh, you know what? It, we, we had a little bit of a twist here and there. We had rain about every day. Really? Yep. Uh, but it was cooler than normal temperatures, and they have had a lot of moisture. But the place that we're hunting is basically the plum thicket. There, there's plum thickets up and down there on the back side mm-hmm. of a corn, uh, a cornfield, where there's a, a water tank down in the bottom, and there's an old gate that those deer like to walk through to get into that standing corn. 
So that's kind of where this all started. A little pinch point there, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Use a gate for a pinch point. Yeah. I like it. This knee, if you ask me. That's right. In this particular buck, I guess the Brady buck now. <laughs> we can call it that. Is that what we're going to call it? It's got a ring to it, doesn't it? The yeah, the Brady buck. buck. It rolls right off my tongue. The BB. Sounds like Brady a TV buck. show they used to have. Brady on. Bunch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happened is actually we went in there yesterday morning, up in the morning, to check the covert trail camera, see what was on there. And lo and behold, we jumped. There was three bucks standing, getting ready to cross the fence and, and go over into the corn, I guess. Anyway, one of them was a big deer in velvet. And that's why we went in last night or yesterday afternoon to hunt it. We were going to try to target that velvet buck. But uh, there was a doe there, and all of a sudden, this buck pops up. And she had him pinpointed. She was all... Yancey and he comes out in pretty decent light and this goes on for about 10 minutes and the doe finally jumps the fence and she heads out Daryl and I are standing there and he finally starts inching our way and then we're, we're right at last light and the, the buck turned broadside and he's 30 yards and because from the video, it kind of looks like he was going towards the fence and was going to be... Yeah, probably not, end up following the doe. Right, and not giving a, a shot. Giving a shot, exactly. Right. So then he came goes. back in the screen and then... Bill, why, yeah. why would they already be running with does? I don't know. He 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 come up there and he was just... I don't know. She didn't want anything to do with him, you know, but he was just kind of checking her out. And I couldn't see it very well because it was blocked from me. Daryl could probably see it better than I could. Could but, that be going from velvet to hardhorn? Maybe. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think so. I think their whole, uh, you know, the whole mannerism changed. The you bet. Hormone levels, everything uh, changes. So absolutely. Whether I tell you, I'm, I'm, it may be a deer that was that after he leaves, uh, he may be summer somewhere else, and once he loses velvet, you know, because right. they yep. change up their yeah. whole pattern and everything exactly. once yeah. they lose that velvet. Yeah, and we had not had a picture of that deer. No, no picture of that deer. Not at all. At all. Nothing. Mm-mm. That's the thing, too. Once they lose that velvet, you never know where they're going to go. Yep. They, exactly. they are changing their habits. That's one thing we've noticed in the last... I've been up here almost two weeks already, mm-hmm. you know, scouting, hanging the stands for y'all, putting the blinds out and everything, helping Corey try to get everything organized. And that's one thing we've noticed. I mean, we were getting bucks on camera like crazy on the coverts. I mean, in daylight, velvet, and then all of a sudden... They were gone. They start losing that velvet, and it's a whole different ball mm-hmm. Yep. That testosterone level, I don't know if it changes that quick or whatever, but the mood change. Right. And it's crazy. Day. You know, the, the crops out here, they it, that follows suit. A week ago, we were all the bean fields oh, were, yeah. were green. And as soon as they started getting a hint of level, we just started, started seeing a decrease in the, the deer activity in the standing beans. And, uh, and then we started seeing more in the alfalfa. Uh, and, yeah. and so, so, so once those beans started turning, they just yeah, left the, the beans deer, and went right the to the deer, alfalfa. The mule deer as well. Mule deer were were really heavily into the beans, and uh, they just it just gradually started to decrease. And now they're more up in the hills. Like like Philip said earlier, the the they've had an abnormal amount of rain up here. Just oh, the, just a lot of rain. So the pastures and some some of these alfalfa fields are on their fourth cut. Yep. Right, and, uh, and they're greening up again, yeah, probably after yeah, being dry, and they're yeah. now they got all the rain. So, and some of the cow pastures that that haven't been had cows on, they're just 
they're overgrown. I mean, yeah, they're head, so head high. There's plenty for them to eat, and now right. that now that they're they're kind of splitting up a little bit, you know, we're seeing, I guess, more deer in the daylight, but they're just spread out. We're not seeing four or five bucks together. We're seeing maybe one or two, mm-hmm. or even bucks by themselves. Right. So. Up, yeah. And and you know, kind of getting back to the story, uh, the reason we were there is is the food sources, and they have a variety. Those plums are ripening and they're falling mm-hmm. on the ground and those deer you cannot believe the beds and how they we we watch those deer working and that's pretty crazy with plums. the plums because yeah. we don't have those at home so i, was, I would never even no. guess that they would hit those and they normally aren't like that that's the crazy thing this year it seems like they all have plums on them really because I, and i think that's due to the the moisture all the rain they've had mm-hmm. yeah and the one thing too out here at hidden valley you know to, just to be clear it's you can legally take a whitetail or a mule deer with the same tag. With with, with the same tag, right? So, exactly. So yeah, and uh, as Phil's talking about the plums, you know, Corey and I were out glassing uh, uh, the other morning, and we're like, "Man, where in the heck are those mule deer going?" And we look down there, and there's a bunch of mule down there just in the plum thicket, just just hammering yeah. Yeah. plums. We noticed that the last couple of days too, especially today. They were hitting them pretty hard. They're really starting to ripen. They're falling on the ground, mm-hmm. and that buck came out of that plum thicket, and I'm sure he hit that. There's a water tank down there. He probably hit it, then he's, he's coming right on up into the standing corn. So they have a variety. Mm-hmm. They got everything. Food, cover, water, everything's right there. Right there in one spot. Yep. Yeah. So let's go over to this side of the yep. table, Brady. <laughs> That's right. I don't think Philip ever finished up. Yeah. How, uh, did he? How after after oh, you guys yeah. saw okay. that buck. Well, basically, the buck gets up there, and he's 30 yards. It's last light. And Daryl gets an opportunity to draw that elite ritual. That's Larry's bow, by the way. And unfortunately, he made a bad hit. And so we went in there. We never even went down there to look at anything last night. We slipped out of there, knew it was a bad hit. We come back and watched it, and we all had a game plan. And so Daryl and I went down there, and I, I guarantee you we tracked that deer spot of blood we started at daylight and quit it was after three o'clock and we just typically didn't know which direction he went Mm -hmm. but he would go a little ways and bed down you'd find just a little bit of blood in but we knew in all honesty it was not a fatal shot right if we looked at and you know looked it up on the anatomy of the deer Mm -hmm. and that that artery he missed that artery so I figure we, when we jumped him up, it got him to bleeding a little bit, and it's just like cutting yourself, you know, sure. a severe cut, you're bleeding. And Plus, once that arrow probably fell out, he probably bled a little bit more. Yes. I think that's what happened, too. Mm-hmm. And we probably kept jumping him up. The wind was blowing right at the deer. That was something we couldn't avoid, and it was blowing right into the deer the whole time out of the south. So I'll let these boys jump in on the story, but we lost blood, and after three o'clock we got out of there, and I went up and picked well, TJ's let me just truck. Say, when Brady Miller gets to have breakfast pizza, <laughs> you know good things are going on. Well, the first that thing day. was okay. So uh, you must have had a Snapchat of it or something. Or something. Oh, the little Deb or the uh, the breakfast pizza. Yeah, yeah, I had that yeah. breakfast. Doug, goes, Doug looks at us and he goes, yeah. "Where the hell did yeah, you get that?" Yeah, we stopped at the local, uh, the local convenience <laughs> store, and they had homemade breakfast pizza. And instead of pizza sauce, it was like sausage gravy. Oh, and eggs. And, oh. And eggs. What time does that place open? I don't know. It was early enough. It was still dark outside. We're gonna stop there tomorrow. Yeah. So, so any time of day has started, at least for Brady Miller, that that begins 
with breakfast pizza, you know good things are bound to happen. Yeah. They may not happen right away. Yeah. You but start before nightfall, something good's that breakfast pizza is going to yeah. help this boy get something done. Yeah. It's all in the gravy. It's all in the That's gravy, right. baby. That's right. <laughs> all they're using. It's all, all in the gravy. <laughs> I mean, another big, big part of it was, too, that we stayed fueled all day. We had a lot of little Debbies, mm-hmm. um, some honey buns. Mm-hmm. Because the, the day before this, we, yeah. you guys stayed out all day and had yeah. what? We've been doing all-day yeah. all yeah. hunts. Yeah, one, so that's and, one new one bar. sits. These are, yeah. these are all-day walks. Hikes, man. Plus hikes. the temperature today got up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly when it started. So yesterday we went to this farm, and we're two Indiana boys. We've never in our lives mule deer hunted. It's just like me and Doug, man. Um, and we're like, hey, just you know, give us a spot, and we'll try to figure it out. So we walked, and we saw, I don't know, 7,000 head of cattle. Um, not the first mule deer, but we put on the miles. We probably put on seven or eight miles yesterday. And uh, so we're pretty wore out, and we come back to camp, had supper, and asked Corey, like, you know, where, where's a place with some mule deer we can go? He's like, I know exactly where we need to go. So they drop us off, and he basically gives us a whole run of this ground, and we start walking and walking, and it's way, way up there. A um, couple sinkholes you got to watch out for. Did you guys um, find those big holes? Mm-hmm. Did. We did. did you? I was terrified. Well, I'm up glad, until the point we found them. And I'm glad you both I are still terrified. here. Yeah. I mean, I walked past them before TJ yeah. said, hey, there's a, there's a sinkhole. You just you walked past the sinkhole. You didn't even notice it. <laughs> nope. Because a couple of days before this, Larry terrifying. Uh, warned us about this giant sinkhole that if you fell in it, you ain't coming back out. No. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it was a pretty freaky deal. <laughs> you know, I moved the grass over, so I was like, whoa, whoa. whoa. I can't see the bottom of that thing. Don't fall in that one. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Like a big water slide. I told, <laughs> I told TJ, if he falls in, just stick your hand straight up in the air. You'll <laughs> land somewhere. Right. All of a sudden, TJ's you at the bottom of the hill. come out of the truck. Who knows? <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's <me> little Debbie. <laughs> um, so we, we hiked and hiked. We sat in glass for multiple hours today. Um, just couldn't get on anything. And end of the day, it was, I don't know, 4 o'clock probably. We found a nice place look, overlooking this CRP and um, mm-hmm. cedar trees. And then we just decided, hey, let's sit down here and, st- and glass for a while. Um, so we're sitting there, and I don't know, an hour and a half probably went by. We saw a doe and a fawn work through this bottom. And uh, finally got to the point where, like, hey, let's head to the truck. we got about a mile walk yet. Mind you, we are, like, 10,000 acres away from where we began. <laughs> where we started. I-, I shared something on my Snap story that showed where we parked to the first top ridge that we went to to then the last ridge that we were going to try to get to and i'm not kidding we put on miles and miles the ground here is just like i mean it's just like ten thousand acres Corey said you know you can start up here which is actually where we had our first hunt on saturday evening with Mm -hmm. philip um and parked at that that grain bin and and basically we used onyx Corey showed us on on the onyx map you know all of the the pieces that we had access to mm-hmm. that, that we had permission to, to, to oh. cross over and we basically just connected all of these lots that, that well, we had yeah, permission to on, and on, just on X maps they look like one. little one by one oh, squares yeah, and you get like out there and you're like yeah. wait where's the property line he's like right. yeah you can't even see it yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. so for us you know like Brady said, we're from Indiana. We're we're hunting ag fields. Yeah. We're hunting big wood lots. You know, we're looking and, and for trees. points and whatever. And trees. And, we don't spot and stalk in Iowa. Right. So, you know, it's new for us looking over these ridges and trying to figure out where, I don't know, are they in the cedars? Are they up against, you know, in the dirt right. like you see on We're just Heartland guessing and checking the whole We're time. just guessing and checking right. the entire time. So, we're defeated. Hmm. Brady, sure. Brady found a place to post up. 
we're done. We know the truck is still like a half a mile walk out. Yeah, so we uh, we actually picked up, we're like, hey, let's just start working. We'll get up on this next hill, kind of glass, and then we'll head to the truck. Had, I don't know, probably two hours till dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get up, and I'm like, I just want to walk along this bottom real quick. And I, I go down there to the bottom, and I'm like, holy cow. And I, I wave back at TJ, I was like, just come down here. And he's like, what are you doing? And I, I was like, look at this, man. It's this, this whole bottom is just filled with wild hemp, and it's just, I don't know, six, eight foot tall. We have the shit's everywhere around here. It's marijuana for all you that don't know. <laughs> the shit is freaking everywhere around here. It is. It's, it's here. wild hemp. Yeah. Um, Corey explained that. Who brought that. the Oreos? <laughs> <laughs> when we got here, you know, we said something about it, and Corey explained that the original settlers to this area, you know, whether farmers and whatever, um, brought hemp with them. You know, they produced rope out of it. It's a natural, mm-hmm. you know, natural product. Um, and so now today, fast forward, however many hundreds of years, there's just wild hemp that grows all over the place. Everywhere. Um, and most of the time you smell it before you see it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, Brady stumbled on a sea of, of the devil, the devil's lettuce, the devil's lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) And and obviously it was Snapchat worthy. Yeah, for sure. Everything. Most things are right. Um, so TJ's over here just a oh, whole buddy. Look at all this, snapping all his friends. And I take, I don't know, five, probably five, five yards. Of course, TJ would be snapping <laughs> this whole field. Yeah, I mean, how many I'm people just get to see the whole thing? Nobody's ever seen that. No. <laughs> um, so I walk probably five yards from TJ, and uh, I'm like, dude, there's there's a deer down here. And, I mean, he's laying. We're up on top of a hill. I don't know, probably a 20-foot drop. And you guys probably weren't being quiet. You weren't no. trying to do any of that, I were mean, you? we've been quiet all day, and we're absolutely exhausted. And spent we were so heading to the young, truck. But we're, you know, probably, we're talking like yeah. this. We're just talking like normal. They were not being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that part here in a second. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I pull up the Vortex, and I look at this deer, and I was like, when he turned his head, I'm like, dude, that's a good buck. And DJ's still like, what are you talking about? I can't see I think see he's him. lying to me. We're still looking at a, you at see a, shit, at a weed field, you know? <laughs> no, I couldn't see anything. Yeah. You're still mesmerized by it. Yeah. He's still, still trying to snap all tomorrow. his friends. Hey, let me send this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get that snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never got to finish the snap? No, I didn't. Because of the deer. Because of the deer. Oh, oh shit. I know. Worth it. Yeah. Yep. You better go back tomorrow. Yeah, I will. So I look at this deer, and I'm like, man, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good buck. And teacher's like, what are you, he still can't, can't see this deer. I'm like, come here. And we get to look, and I was like, man, that, that's, that's that same Buck Daryl shot last night. And I didn't even have any idea we were remotely close to where he shot. And come to find out, he was we weren't. almost a mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at this deer, and I'm like, I don't know. I guess, I mean, he's still alive. He's got his head up. He's just bedding, facing. checking. Yeah, facing away. How far away was he? Uh, I ranged him at 15. When you first seen him? When I first seen him. We're standing there talking. 15 yards. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Had a pretty good wind. I mean, I mean, we the whole day we tried to keep the wind in our favor. You know, sure, obviously sure. the way up we couldn't. It's south wind, which right. is really tough. But the whole way back down, we just tried to keep it in our favor, and mm-hmm. even keep, on the way keep out, the wind in your you face. Know, just using that tracker on Onyx, it just we were able to, mm-hmm. you know, work out pretty pretty perfectly, right. and ended up we didn't mean to be, you know, right on top of him by any means. You know, I I know that Brady went to check that area because that that doe and fawn popped out of there mm-hmm. you know so it's natural to check it out but it definitely wasn't intentional to get up on 15 uh, yards <laughs> honestly the only thing i was looking forward to seeing was the truck and, right, yeah, i right. think it was a pretty yeah. pretty good walk to get yeah. there we had well, especially when you truck, see the so. truck like 
Don't you can even see start the truck. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> oh boy, no. we we were Don't fueled by the thought of Sour Patch Kids in the truck. So <sighs> low blow. <laughs> they were good. That was a dick way. move, by the way. That was a very dick move. <laughs> that was a classy move. We saved those from being wasted. Yeah, but then they got full of ants. We still ate them. We ate them. Okay, back to your story. All right, so I arranged this. I arranged this deer, and TJ's he's rushing to get the camera, and he's got all these cameras hanging off of him. Finally, pulls it up, and I arrange him again. He's fifteen, sixteen, and he's he's quartering to me, but he's face he's got his head cranked the other way. So the only thing I really had was his shoulder, and I didn't really want to shoot back because he was quartering so much. I just would hit guts. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ's like, I can't see him, so. We're, we actually sit down. Have you seen him at, at all to this point? No. No? No. It's, it's, it's a hemp field, and it's so thick in there, and and they've all bloomed out, you know, so it's it's all just, it's just waving back thick. and forth. And waving around. Occasionally, I could see just the shine of his antlers. As he's he's checking the wind and licking whatever. You could just see a shine off every once in a while. Uh, Honestly, but, the hemp's And I'm looking through a tiny little LCD screen facing the sun, so it's right. just, yeah. you know... There's not much hope that I'm getting this thing on. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, him being down in there and all that tell stuff probably helped us get away with all that oh, sound oh, movement. Oh, for sure. Because, yeah, you know, sure. that wind's blowing that stuff, and he's more relying on his nose. Mm-hmm. Um he's laying down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't smell anything. He couldn't smell this damn thing. Um, so, anyway, I, I kneel down, and TJ's like, I don't want to do an like, interview. I'm like, he's 15 yards from me, man. So we run through, hey, we spotted this buck. He's 15 yards from us. We're going to shoot him. And uh, TJ, you do, you do an interview before you <laughs> shoot the buck, yards. Yeah. 15 yards away. Yeah. yeah, not like an interview to start the hunt, like right. an interview to shoot yeah. a deer. So okay. um, I get TJ around behind me. He finally, finally finds this deer. And I, I drew back once, then I set it back down. And I was like, are you on him? He's like, kind of. Like, well, get on him. I think so. Honestly, I just said <laughs> you yeah. had no idea. I had no idea. You had I'm no like, idea. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it was good. deer. Good. <laughs> sure. It's got to be close. You know? <laughs> it's got to be in frame. So I draw back again. Put it. I'm trying to hit right above the shoulder, below the spine, because he's angling. I mean, I'm right above it's so, him. So so steep. Um, and I, I release that arrow, and it just smack, and he lets off a big roar. Doesn't even try to get up. It just rolls over and dies. And TJ and I look at each other like. Well, we were silent for a couple of seconds. He didn't even stand up. He didn't do anything. Just no. it. Yeah. It was part of the shot. After, got, after field dressing that deer, uh, yeah. he clipped top lung, both double lung, but uh, top of both the lungs, and he was. Blew right through him. It was out. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you can double lung him and they'll right. run three right. miles. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But so. he didn't even run three oh. centimeters. A raptor trick broke him down. That's right. Yeah, oh, that's it right. Blew right. It was absolutely right weird. through that shoulder. And plus, we're shooting those new extortions. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, how heavy are those oh areas? Gosh. It's insane. Yeah, almost 12 grains per inch on yeah. that sucker. Stainless steel, carbon. Yeah. That's oh, bad, dude. Yeah. So, so how excited dude. were you? When well, he didn't even go anywhere and just well, I mean, honestly, we were like, I was excited, and I think after we watched the film, like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, we just did it. You probably didn't even know what but, just happened, but like after we turned the cameras and stuff off, I looked at TJ and I was like, is that real? No, like, that didn't happen. There's no freaking way. We just walked eight miles up and down all these valleys, and you're walking back with a freaking truck. I'm blown away. How can you cover ten thousand acres? And land on one single animal, and it be yeah. the one that, you know, it the, it's the emotion that it's no bow hunter, every it's almost every bow hunter has felt, but nobody wants to. It's right. that it's that sure. I lost a deer. 
you know made a bad shot it's not fatal but either way mm-hmm. you had your heart set on it. Mm-hmm. he's yours mm-hmm. until you can't find him mm-hmm. and you know knowing that that deer lived is one thing but how in the world that you guys stumbled upon yeah, him we stumbled again upon that thing the next and, day and close that chapter and and to find out that we were over a mile away from where yeah. they had that encounter and he was with you know that doan fawn right um it's just Insane to me. And, and like Larry said insane. earlier, what's really cool about Nebraska is that tags for mule deer or whitetail. Right. We were yeah. mule deer hunting yeah. all day long, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then just happened to stumble upon a good whitetail, and I, you know, we get the opportunity to harvest either. So um, I was just fine with burning my tag on a whitetail. <laughs> right. I don't think you burned it at all. I didn't. Burn it was it. well it was worth it. it. Well worth it. Yeah. Right. Ended up being my uh, first bow buck ever. Yeah. Um, been bow hunting since I was twelve. So. Uh, it's got to be exciting. As oh well. man, it's it been was, a long time coming. Yeah, huh? it's been a long time coming. Passed a lot <laughs> of deer, um, and just finally found the right one. So it's crazy. That's insane. Huge thanks yeah. to everyone here at Hidden Valley um, and everyone that made this happen. Yeah, Phillip, it's just, Larry. It's just insane that you guys came across them again on the way back to the yeah. truck. And, yeah, and just so having to stumble upon them. Right. So we're celebrating. We're we called Philip. Uh, I looked at my record. I call him. 745 times that he didn't answer. <laughs> didn't have signal. <laughs> and we, we actually started Imagine a little that. group text here with all of us here in camp. So obviously we've got Respect the Game Boys and, and Philip and us and working class bow hunter guys. And it's just such an awesome camp for, you know, yeah. we're all hunting separate. You know, we're on different ground and whatever. And usually when you're in hunt camp, you maybe see each other at dinner and that's right. kind of it. So. You know everybody's tired, but we've got a little group, a little group text that either we say, you know, good luck today, boys, or yep. you know, whatever. I remember we uh-huh. jumped out of the ranger, and you go call us, yeah, ASAP. Call your boys, and I'm like, ASAP. Okay, guys, hold on a second, I gotta call TJ. Yeah. He doesn't answer. I would well, say, did you? Let's call? go. Yeah, I called him right oh, when he sent that text message. I bet we were down in the bottom. Uh, we had down no service. In that hemp he answered my call. <laughs> well, yeah, we were still yeah. down so, there. So, <laughs> so as if it's not crazy enough. That we stumble on this deer, we're celebrating, high-fiving, and giggling over there. And I get a text. Now you called. Mm-hmm. And Larry said, I think we can hear you. So where are like, you at? What? You go, I have no idea. I have no idea. You don't know. Something about a power line or something <laughs> there, wasn't it? Yeah. I said, well, I'm looking at a power line right now. And me and Ryan are up in the tree, and I was like, man, did you hear that? Someone's talking over there. I was like, is there anyone else in here? Sounds like they're having a pretty damn good time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and Ryan's like, man, I was just waiting for you to say something, because I was like, man, I hear it too. Ryan so thinks I, he's yeah, hearing shit. Yeah, so I, I, called, uh, I called TJ, and, and he's like, uh, dude, Brady just shot Daryl's buck. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, where are you? He goes, the plum ticket. The plum ticket? I said, you walked to the plum ticket? And he wasn't nowhere near the plum ticket. But anyway. <laughs> we were, I told you I didn't know where we were. <laughs> there was a ticket somewhere. Yeah. You're just, yeah. making, you're just yeah. making shit up. There was so probably a plum ticket yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. so anyway, yeah. So I was like, all right, give me an owl hoot. Give me an owl, <laughs> give me an owl hoot. <laughs> so we're sitting there, Can and I was it? like. Can you hear real quick? Oh, we hear this. Mm. Let's, let's, mm. let's hear this out. Do it. Do it. Mm. do it. Come on, TJ. It's pretty bad, guys. You can do it. <laughs> Just do it off in the distance. <laughs> uh, it was all I got. 
That sounded a little bit better than that. He's been practicing the ball of heaven. He knew just it. Saying. The whole drive back, well, that's all he did. I was like, right. oh, gosh, man. Well, we heard that, and I was like, man, they're close. So I'm like, so I'm explaining to him what I see and, and stuff. He's like, yeah, man, I see that. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, right over there, yeah. Yeah, right over to the west. I was like, all right, just go to the an open grass patch and stand there. And I'm, I got my binos well, up. I said, hold on. You out hoot back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I out hoot back. And I call him. Dang, he goes, dude. He's like, dang, dude, you sound like a freaking owl. You <laughs> like, sound just like an owl. I sounded like a guy trying to sound like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we were like, uh, I was like, man, I look over there and I'm like, okay, the power lines. And finally, I look and I see their two little heads just <laughs> looking around. 150 yards right? from, <laughs> from, the stand, yeah. the, from the stand that Ryan and I are sitting in. <laughs> trying to hunt. Yeah. And we're trying to they're trying laughing, high fiving. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're high fiving. Just and hollering. Yeah. Yeah. I want to Doing weird shit over there. Say. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. What I did say <laughs> to them. But, but no, it was, it was awesome. Like I told Ryan in his tree, I was like, man, if there's, if there's a hunt. A way for a hunt to get ruined. This is uh, this is the way. Oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. for yeah. sure. But that's that what I mean. Awesome. Like, you know, so here's Brady and I. We obviously don't know where we are. We're still in the middle of what we feel like is absolutely nothing. And Larry and Ryan are able to come celebrate with us, like yeah. Yeah. thirty minutes maybe max right. after the shot was made, which is unbelievable to me. Yeah, you know, that's insane. Yeah, yeah we packed up right? all of our stuff. I was like, I'm gonna pack up. Hey, I know how to get there. I can get. I can pull the truck right <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, that was a life saver. <laughs> yeah, so, so. I, I had to drag that deer up that hill by yeah. myself. Well, most of the way okay. by myself um, before we field dressed him, and that was a lot of dead yeah. weight. I yeah, struggled. Yeah. He's a big body deer. <sighs> well, yeah, that's what a TJ takes all of us. He goes, "You're not going to believe this story." No. <laughs> and then you're sending us these Just little the these, these <laughs> little yeah, pictures yeah. of we have no idea yeah, what the hell teasers. it is. Little, little teasers. teasers. Yeah. And there's that one of the G2, and I go, "Me and Jason are sitting on the hill." I go, "He shot Daryl's buck." Yeah. Two seconds later, Doug texts me. He goes. That was definitely Daryl's butt. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It's just, it's just yeah. unreal to me with that. It's crazy, man. That happened. And you guys like had that. no idea you were that close to even where mm-hmm. Daryl no. shot the buck. No, no, not at all. Well, That's I mean, crazy. we were still in a, uh, you know, a mile. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, we were so far from away from where we parked. Philip had to move our truck to where we were going just so we didn't yeah. have to walk eight miles That's back. just insane around here. You can get yeah. lost real fast, oh, and yeah. then mm-hmm. these... These hills just go for freaking ever. Yeah. There's a lot. Of it's amazing country. Mm-hmm. Down Lots of hidden valleys. That's right. That's for sure. There it is. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, pretty crazy day though. That um, is insane. Didn't yeah. think it was going to turn out like it did, but man, I couldn't That's ask. Nice for, thing about hunting, man. You never know you what never the hell's going to happen. You never no. know. You never know. Yeah, it's the, it's that moment where you're entirely defeated, and there's like, you know, there's that ounce inside of you that's like, why are we even doing this? Like, why do we? Oh, huh. mm-hmm. Why do we do this? This mm-hmm. is not cool anymore. I'm exhausted. My everything hurts. But there's that. And then one- on the way to the truck, you you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was gonna say. There's that one moment yeah, that changes exactly. everything oh, back yeah. to this is why we do this it. This is why yeah. we do it. This yeah. is exactly why we do it. Yep. So cool. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Congrats, Brady. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, that was that was your first archery buck. First archery. First buck. Archery. And that's I'll tell you what, that's, like that's going to be a tough one to beat. That, that I would like to go around the table and just explain what your first archery buck looked like. <laughs> I, 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 Are we going to start with Larry? I told TJ, he was like, well, 
my first archery buck was was small. I said he didn't have his balls yet. He probably didn't. It didn't even drop yet. Buttons. So who are we starting with? Well, I just said my first buck was a button buck. I mean, that doesn't count. My next buck was like a spike buck. I think mine was I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. It was an old eleven pointer, real old deer. Really, twenty yards. Hmm. That's an awesome first that. kill. Yeah. My first archery buck was a actually a velvet spike. Hmm. Really, velvet spike. It sure was. My first archery buck was a seven point. And I made a really crappy shot on him. <laughs> Literally a really crappy mm-hmm. shot. I mean, he was, well, I was wearing, using a bare white tail too, fingers. <laughs> and whoop, right up the old poop chute. Ooh. Ooh, the Texas hard shot, huh? Yeah. Mm. Nice. He didn't go far, and I was crying like a little baby. How long ago was mm-hmm. that? A long time ago. A long time ago? Yes, a long time ago. <laughs> and then I had to figure out, once I got up to him, I was like, what now what the hell do I do with him? And, uh, yeah, so I chopped him up, pretty butchered him up pretty darn good. But, uh, <laughs> but I got him back, drug him back by myself, and, and it was a, I always remember it was awesome. Definitely know, two, awesome experience. 2009 yeah. seems like it forever ago. I shot mine with a <laughs> Jennings yeah. Aerostar. Jennings. Jennings Aerostar. That's my first buck. I, I thought you whittled your bow with the bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that too. Did, I didn't mean, know they made bows back then. They didn't much with it. They didn't have archery shops back then. Did they? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, my first buck was only my first archery buck was only probably. I've only been archery hunting for probably four four years now, five years. Oh man! Yeah, I shot my first one that year down in a we have in southern iowa he was a decent eight pointer but uh brow tine broken off and one g2 broken off but he was a good first hmm. archery buck hmm. brady how about you what was, yeah, what's yeah, your, what's your what was your first buck look like i was at this place in nebraska yeah it was a and, good time uh, yeah i mean the people weren't the best that i was terrible hanging out company. with but yeah i wouldn't never um, go there again that happens yeah i'm working class bow terrible, guys terrible <laughs> company yeah. Rough crowd. Yeah, some really good oh, sound patch kits. God damn it. Uh, are you still bringing that kid up? You're never going to let that go, are you? No. Do we got to tell that story quick? They were sick. TJ, you got to yeah. tell that story? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it was day one, the first yeah. the first. And it day. was TJ's idea. Uh, it was. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I, mean, I even I, announced I, to you guys. I was like, hey, found your sound patch kids back here. We may have to steal these and take these blind with us later. I don't remember that at all. It happened. I, every time I've stolen anything, I give him fair warning that I'm going to steal that. them. You did not say that. So we're in the back seat of Doug's truck, and we found a bag of Sour Patch Kids. Totally unattended. As if, as if he just willy-nilly threw the Sour Patch Kids in the back seat. They might end up under the seat. They might end up kicked out of the door. Or in my hands. So, Brady and I decided that we should do the adult thing. And, and steal Take them. the kids in. And take the kids in. <laughs> oh, you didn't want them to get real hot in like vehicle, That's right? right. They could have yeah. melted, yeah. They, they and then melted, nobody yeah. would have eaten them. So we stole them, and we went, and we ate them in the blind. I just and feel like delicious. you guys were just like waiting to get they to the were, blind. Like, let's get situated we really fast yeah. so we can take this, this picture. Yeah, we knew what we were going to do. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Ryan knew about it the whole time. Yeah, Ryan knew as well. Is this true? You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> just if I could trust some people right. they were also the jumbo ones they were the big the I know big, they were I bought them <laughs> oh yeah I forgot yeah. Yeah. thanks by the way we're never coming to camp with you guys again 
So for those of you that haven't seen picture, Brady, just tell them what it looks like real quick. Super high character. Um, yeah, so he's got double flyers off both G2s. Um, his G3 on the right um, actually broke off in velvet and turned down, so it looks like a drop time, but it actually folds over from his main beam. It's, it's really weird. I've never it's, seen anything like that before. Yeah. It really looks like it broke off in velvet, curled underneath the main beam. Mm-hmm. But still started to grow. Yeah. yeah. It continued to grow down. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and also off of that, two points grew up. Like, mm-hmm. it was still wanting to go up. Um, he's got a kicker off his left base. Um, I think he, what do you have? Split 50, brow. Four, yeah, split brow. 14, mm-hmm. 15 um, scoreable points. So, pretty dang good deer to yeah. start my archery yeah. career out with. So He clipped, he broke just the tip yeah. of one of his threes off. Which I, I don't know if he would have done that in velvet. <laughs> That's what we were wondering. Philip, Larry... How are they breaking these things Would off? Would that be this late early velvet, maybe? Probably rubbing, you know. Rubbing rub, velvet? Rub, yeah, rubbing that stuff off. You know, once that velvet starts to fall, it's in their face a lot and all yeah. that. And, you know, they, they'll rub trees, bushes. Uh, you know, a lot of people aren't the, you know, this time of year they're looking for big rubs. A lot of times you don't find a lot of big rubs this time I found year. a big rub today. You got a picture of it in there. But it's not from that deer because they didn't have anything. In his antlers. Well, that one buck that me and Jason went after, he was in like a, I don't know what kind of bush it was. It was so dark because he was partially velvet, I think, and he was in that bush rubbing his yeah. velvet off. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like on a tree or nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what they do because it'll start to dangle down their face and get over their eyes. And He was yeah. even in the weeds in the in the ditch. Would you say? He, he went in the, there and did that, and then he came out and it was all hanging off his antlers and shit. The velvet in their face, similar to like <coughs> chops on a man. <laughs> face sort of no totally, totally different that's oh, totally different it's <laughs> <laughs> been a running joke around here yeah, yeah. Doomus. 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 old dumbass so, <laughs> so you know we've talked about hidden valley phil gave us history that he started out here what 14 15 years ago oh, yeah. something like that liz and i turkey hunted out here 2009 or 10 maybe with Corey and dan and philip mm-hmm. um how many how many whitetails you think you've you've tagged here in at Hidden Valley? Probably about every about every year. About every year, and you uh, got you got a couple. There's a couple years. You got that a couple. I, I cut my hunt short last year. Oh, I've I've shot or we got Crawdaddy that's been shot here. Boss Hog's been shot here, and then that buck I shot here this so year. We're all three they're of them all, pretty dang. They're they're booner crock. Yeah, all gross. Yeah, yep. Gross booners, which is nuts, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. It's insane. Three gross yeah, booner crockett bucks. That's think, awesome. I think they're yeah. all right there. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll be lucky if I ever kill a booner crockett. Phillips killed three in one state. Three on one outfitter. How's he so amazing? He's he's. No, what's your secret? What's your secret? So he's what's got the golden horseshoe. I wish you could see it. So and short. I'm not going to tell you where it's at. Glow. Can you see it? <laughs> I can't see it, but I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. It's his aura. Uh, he's very aerodynamic. He's, that a small, what it is? he's a small frame man. He's a small frame man. He's a small frame man. You can hide him up in a tree a whole lot easier than you can hide somebody like Steve Moeller. That is a fact. Speaking of why, why is Steve not here with us? Hey, you know what's crazy? You know, I told I've, Steve, I've invited this guy to two or three hunt camps. I told Me, Steve, I asked him how much oh he gosh. would make it his normal job 
for this week? Like, how much would he get paid for this week? I would cover. I would pay him what he would get paid to come along. The with thing him. is, so I don't know if you yeah, guys can handle it. Steve for a full week. He, he didn't do it. Yeah, well, I mean, worth a shot, right? You're talking about the round man with the square deal. That's the right, mm-hmm. Steve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's, you, that's, that's the right, Steve. He'd be stand hunting. He wouldn't be meal deer. Speaking of that, Steve, I may have you a pair of boots that you owe me. Oh, he's, he's wanting a size twelve. He said size right? twelve, huh? I, don't, I, I have no idea. You don't know Steve's foot size? No. So you know, I seen that unusual. I know size. Yeah, I know Brady's. What I even it? know Phillips. Eight and a half, nine, depending on what mm-hmm. banner depending on the brand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I do not know Steve's weird. shoe size. That's kind of weird. Hmm. Weird. I want real friends know each other's shoe size. He, he wants a size yeah. twelve. Okay. Just to clear that up, we wear the same size, so that's why we know. And and I order all the boots for like everybody on our team, so <laughs> that, that kind of hints what I what I said. <laughs> goes back to what we were talking about. Yeah, that, that goes back to what we were talking about. Doing over there. There. <laughs> yeah, you guys know everything about each other, don't you? Checking their, each other's boot sizes, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Liz, just Al Hooten. I don't know. Let me see just your feet. Up, just over here, Al Hooten. <laughs> Let me see your feet. <laughs> No, Dang, I think I think Steve would like to be here, but the whole he does not like the whole walking thing. You Who know, does? the st- spot and stalking. Trust me, TK like didn't like the walking either, but no. he freaking did it. Yeah, I hated it. And he kicked ass. Yeah. I am so glad that Brady tagged. There's out. a big difference between you and Steve. <laughs> I may never walk again. <laughs> <laughs> there were so oh, many times shit. today. TJ's like, "Can we just sit here and glass for a little bit?" I'm I don't. Like, I feel like we're not glassing enough. I'm like, man, I want to get. I want to get up to this place. Like, can we sit down? This is the perfect vantage point down here. <laughs> I do not have a head. <laughs> the this vantage point down here at the bottom is perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to go way up there, but we're really. It's I really see water taking a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've tried everything else and it didn't work. Let's try something different. Let's sit down here. <laughs> Well, well, funny. Good, no, stuff, good times, man. good times, good guys. Stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's thank uh, Hidden Valley Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Thank Philip for inviting us on this trip. Absolutely, guys. I mean, thank this you, has been great. As this soon is as what you, hunt camps are all about, As man. soon as you told we us about to... this hunt, we were like, me and Doug looked at each other and we said, let's go. Hey, we're guys. on it. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to get... You're going to get, get your yeah, money. Yeah, we're up to that now. Mm-hmm. You, guys yep. seen, yep. you guys have seen quite a few. We have seen a lot of deer in an hour than we've seen. <laughs> you know. I mean, even tonight, me and Jason had four does within 12 yards. Jeez. Just so walking cool. right by. So cool. Didn't even know we were there. Yep. Yeah, something it was insane. Huh. Sooner or later, old sad daddy's going to walk right in there. I know. The whole time we're like, why can't well, we're going to watch him go to sleep. We're going to watch him go to bed. Then you're going to put him to sleep. There you go. There we go. Like that. That's tomorrow. All right, boys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Awesome. Wrap you anything else to add? Anyone? Yeah, I think uh, Brady should do the closer. Do the closer. Uh, what's the closer? GSYB. GSYB. Doesn't help. Mm. Mm. Everyone, you know what to do. Go. Go. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Go shoot your bow. Perfect. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.